0: Good morning and welcome uh, to this next edition of Due North. I uh, appreciate you tuning in and listening for a few moments and taking the time to reflect on what God is doing uh, within our lives and how he truly is blessing us. You know, we we can take a moment right now and either see the glass half empty or half full. Yes, uh, we're Uh, having to stay still. Uh, We don't have a lot of things we can do, but we have a lot of things uh, that we are blessed with as well. Look at your families and look at the opportunities uh, that are here in your life and take a moment just to realize that there are many, many, many things in your life today that, say, a homeless person or a person laying in a hospital bed with a horrible diagnosis would give anything in the world just to have the day that you're having right now. So we are blessed, and we need to reflect on that a little bit today. I woke up this morning with a question on my mind, was I wrong? And let me explain what I mean. I, I probably wake up every morning like that in some sense, but, but in this one, I, I want to explain what I mean by that because I remember on the very first Sunday of this year, I preached a message entitled, 2020 Vision. Many of you will remember that message, and you'll remember in that I talked about that I believed with all of my heart this was going to be a year of abundant blessing. It was going to be a year where we could see God move in ways we had never seen Him before. Now that 2020 has turned out the way that it has, I stopped for a moment and thought, what was I wrong in that? Now, I don't claim to be a prophet, so uh, I don't need to sit here and apologize for predicting anything because I'm not a prophet. and I don't claim to be one. But in my heart, I truly believed that this was going to be a year of blessing. And the question came to mind, was I wrong in saying that? And the answer that the Lord gave me this morning was no. You see, blessings oftentimes come out of disorder. If you look at some of the greatest revivals that have ever happened across this world, really, some over in England, some here in America, every single time, the revival is born out of conflict. It's born out of oppression and difficulties and problems that have happened that cause people to stop and turn back to God every single time. So can 2020 still be a year of blessing? You better believe it. In this sense, I believe that God is going to bring us through this and he's going to make us stronger than we've ever been before. I believe he's going to bless us in more ways than we could ever possibly imagine. I think it's going to be the greatest year that we've ever had. When we come out of this, I'm praying for a great revival to happen within our lives. See, I don't think it's as much about what happens to us as it is how we respond to it. It's not as much what happens to us as how we respond to it. David figured that out. You see, David didn't have an easy life. We know that David was called. uh, He was ordained by God at a very young age. But after that, King Saul found out that he was going to be the next king. And so because of that, King Saul sought to kill him. David spent many, many years out in the desert, living in caves, hiding for his life. I want you to imagine David's life for for just a moment. Imagine having to go from cave to cave. You couldn't stay in a cave each night the same one because if you did, they'd figure out where you were. Imagine the hunt for Osama bin Laden. The army was out there in the middle of those mountains and they were looking for him desperately, and he had to keep running and hiding in underground caves. The same was true of David. David was being sought by the entire army of Israel. And they had one order and that was to kill him. And so he spent so much of his life and these Psalms that we have before us, they reflect many times the grief and the anguish that he's feeling as he finds himself being threatened by his life. And then also we find that even after King David took the throne, you'll remember that he sinned with Bathsheba and that caused a whole host of problems that would last him to the very end of his life. One of the things that happened as a result of that was a dysfunctional family. And ultimately, Absalom, his son, tries to take over the throne and leads the army to come against David. And once again, David has to flee and run for his life, even in his older years. And so it's in the midst of all of this that the book of Psalms is written and all that King David had experienced and had gone through and I'm looking this morning at Psalm chapter 8, and I want to read the first four vo- verses of that to you this morning, because I want you to see that in the midst of all of that conflict, in the midst of all that was going wrong within his life, look at what he decides to do. He says, O Lord, O Lord, verse 1, chapter 8 of Psalms, how excellent is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence them in your anger and a vengeance. When I consider the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, verse 4 says, What is man that you are mindful of him? David takes and puts his sights on God. In the middle of all that's going wrong within his life, in the middle of chaos and crisis, he had to recenter. He had to put his eyes and his heart and his life truly focused on God and who he was. The first thing he mentions here, beginning in verse 1, is he talks about God's name. He says, how excellent is your name in all of the earth. Now, we know through Scripture, God has given many names, and each one of those names have a very special meaning. And help us to understand a part of god's character so david is reflecting on that and saying lord i just love your names because they remind me that you are faithful they remind me that you love me and he says your name is known in all of the earth do you know that that god's name is still known in all the earth what an amazing thing you see if i go around the world today and i say do you know rick (laughs) well Some people would say yes, and some people would say no. I I might go around the world and say, do you know Steve? Some would say yes, and some would say no. But if I go around the world and I say, do you know Jesus? All around the world, people know that name his name is still renowned in all of the earth maybe every country doesn't necessarily worship him but they know him and they know of him and david was right the whole world lord knows your name like none other in all of the universe they know the name of the son of the living god he speaks of God's name. He also speaks of God's glory. He says, Out of the mouths of babes, Lord, you are given glory and honor. Oh, I love the simplicity, simplicity of a child. I, I love to be able to spend time with a child and the faith that they have. And Jesus said, Unless you become like one of these, you shall sure in no wise enter the kingdom of heaven. We must become like little children those children they put their trust in you no matter what's going on right now in this world and how chaotic it might be they look at you parents and they put their full trust knowing they can go about their lives trusting that you have this that you're in charge of this that you're in control of this and see we can do the same thing for god no matter what's going on in our lives we put our trust in him knowing that everything in our life is truly within his hands. And then he goes on and he speaks not only of God's name and God's glory, but he speaks of God's works. In verse three, he says, I consider the heavens the works of your hands. My, we've got Hubble telescope floating around out there and it's looking millions of light years out into space and we're still finding new stars and new galaxies. And we understand that just in one verse in Genesis, the Bible says, and God put the stars in the skies. How enormous is space? Far bigger than we could ever possibly imagine in our mind. And God did it just by a simple act. And surely if God can do that, oh, God can handle our needs today. Then he goes on in verse 4 and he reflects on how big God is and how much his name is renowned. And he says, what is man that you are mindful of him, Lord? Oh, we seem so small when we realize that God is so big. But the truth is, and the thing that overwhelmed David and should overwhelm us today, is that God truly cares. He loves us. He has taken us into his family, and he has made us through the blood of Jesus, a child of the king. And he would move heaven and earth to help us today. That is the love that God has for us. So was I wrong? is 2020 going to be the worst year ever? No, I don't think so. I think out of the midst of all of this discord is going to come the greatest blessings we've ever known. Stand strong, Christian. Stand strong and look to your God. Recognize the fact that the heavens are within his hands. Trust in the Lord with all of thine heart and lean not... Until your own understanding. Give him the glory within your life because my God will see us through. It's not a matter of what happens to us. It's how we choose to respond. I set my eyes on the King. Let's pray. Father, we come before you today and Lord, our, our world is chaotic more so than we've ever known before but you are a God in charge and I thank you that we can trust in your hand. And so Father, today I pray that you be with us in our unsteady world and our uncertain hearts. I pray that you give us the peace that we need today. Father, there's mothers and parents that are home with children that are stressed out, and I pray you give them peace today. Father, I pray for those, God, who are homeless out there today, who are desperately scared of this disease and what it might do to that community, and I pray that you be with them as well. Father, a whole world right now is truly dependent upon your hand to save us, and I pray, God, that you would move in powerful ways, meeting every need. Father, there's broken hearts out there right now and I pray that you would mend them and bring comfort to their lives. Father, I pray you meet the needs of our lives today that we may always give you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I pray you have a Jesus-filled day and we'll see you next time on Due North.